Go, let's go. Let's go. On a Thursday, it's the Plank Show. We are live from Cavens Group. Cavens Disaster Response Group. That's where we spend most of our Thursdays. But I, I got to be honest with you, Josh. Today feels a little bit like a... Uh, I don't know if it might be a, a countdown, an excitement, whatever. But you realize a week from today, you'll most likely be here. And I'll be an hour away from the pregame show for Oklahoma Sooner softball starting the 2024 season. Dude, let's go, man. How about that? Let's go. How you doing? Doing fantastic. You, uh, of course, were missed last night. But, Thank you. Uh, doing well. How are I mean, you, my I, friend? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit to you, all right, um, this wasn't my choice to not be there. I wanted to be there. There's two things that I really, well, I mean, there's a lot of things I love in life. But as far as activities, I love to golf and I love to bowl. Now, I'm terrible at both of them. But I love, and I especially love our bowling setup, right? And this is now the second year in a row that I haven't been able to go. And this one hurt a little bit more because, Josh, I was all in on being there and being a part of it literally up until yesterday morning. And it was yesterday morning when I was informed. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Uh, Yeah, 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 yesterday morning, whenever I was informed, you're not, you can't do that. We've got this. And so what did I do? Josh, I did what every single family man does. I walked to the calendar that has all your little events written on it, and I pointed, and I was like, look, right there, 6 p.m. bowling. We, 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 that's our event. It's on the – Josh, it's on the calendar. It's on the calendar. To which I was informed, too bad. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Tough luck. Tough luck. But – and so I, I love to golf. I love to bowl. I missed it for a good cause. I mean, it wasn't like I was just – out doing something irrelevant. We were um, our 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 Washington church every Wednesday night. We have a dinner. Y'all are invited. Would love to have you guys. Our Wednesday night dinners are the best. You can meet all these people that I talk about, like the real man Tommy Bacon, who I found out last night. Real man Tommy Bacon, Josh, drives a two thousand truck. Like how, how does that not just add to the manly manliness of him? He drives a truck that he was able to get started from two, 24 years old. You meet Jay and Trevor and all, and I'm there. And the first person I see whenever I'm there is like, what are you doing here? You should be bowling. I'm like, you're right. I should be. <laughs> so how did it go for you? Did you perform well? Uh, 115. Carded a 115. I feel okay, okay. about it. You, okay, know? you carded. <laughs> it's like golf. Yeah, you know, it's that third frame. Sounds, Sounds like TJ. TJ and I, now, I – uh, TJ, TJ and I are a, a lot alike because we are radio lifers. I, we, I feel like we both started our career the same way, running games, board opping games, getting yelled at by people that we work with. We we have a very similar path. So an event like this is something to where we can we can bond a little bit more and hang out more than just a work setting. So I think that was part of the problem why he might have struggled last night. He didn't have me there. Um, and I still haven't met your fiance, which is just wild. And I'm so sorry about that. Did she have a good time? She did. Yes. Good. She, she had a good time. 
she yeah, she really wants to meet you. <laughs> I want to be her. It a lot. She's like, wait, did, does this guy really exist, or is he some AI generated person <laughs> that you just sit there and talk to on the radio? Hey, I want to put. Um, I want. I want to start with two things. I want to start with the women's basketball win from last night, and I want to start with softball. Um, but I did. I did want to take a moment to say thank you to Casey and and Brian Vineyard. They're, they they run our station. They make this possible. Uh, you know, I I was thinking about this a lot yesterday during our event for softball, and it is what's this thing? Josie uses it a lot. It takes a village. It really does. It, it takes a village to have a championship level softball team, a championship level athletic department. It takes a village to have um, a. a a group that is committed to doing what the the ref does, right? And I'm not just saying this to pat ourselves on the back. That's not my point. Because like Toby joked about, you're always meeting people. You're like, wait, who are you? Because there are so many people that are involved. And to have that commitment that Casey and Brian have to local and that they have to the Sooners and to the, gosh, we could go down the laundry list of high schools, right? The Norman North T-Wolves, the Norman Tigers, Southmore Moore, Westmore, Piedmont, you know, all the schools that are under our umbrella at krefsports.tv and to, to make sure that it's done right, you know, to have the magazine look as good and have as, as great of an editor to make all of my chicken scratch look presentable. It's awesome. So just a, an overall thank you. For that right off the top. Cue the first text message to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. It's like, great, Plank's already kissing up to his boss five minutes into the show. But events like that, Josh, it is, it's, you're grateful for where you work and, and the people that are committed to you. It's uh, pretty neat. Yeah, what, what uh, has been built here and Brian and Casey, obviously a big part of that, and then taking it and, and building upon it. Yeah, uh, is uh, is pretty neat. And last night, and I told him thank you last night. It's not every company does something like that, so it's Trust pretty cool me. that we get to do that. No, they do not. Usually around Christmas time in your life in corporate radio, you're dodging everyone. It's like, oof, wait, I don't know that person. Why is that person wearing a suit? I'm gonna go hide in my production room. So it's really neat. Um, I I want to start with women's basketball and softball, but real quick, I. Can we – I don't know if it would be tab this, open a tab as you and I would do on Google Chrome and dive back into the Gavin Sawchuck conversation that I wasn't able to participate in yesterday. Can we do that at 10 a.m. this morning? Let's. I, I don't know about those of you who don't live the recruiting life, right? During the offseason of football, you know, my I, – I don't – get too caught up in what the next year's class looks like, right? I count on Parker and OU Insider and locked in here on the ref to educate me, but my mind kind of shifts towards, all right, the next step for these dudes onto the pros. So I'm living the senior bowl and I'm living the draft. And when it comes to college, I'm kind of thinking more about guys on the roster that are going to play a key part if my team, in this case Oklahoma, is going to have a big year. And when I saw, what was the, it, was it freshman All-American that he was a part of? He was, with pro football focus, listed right. as uh, one of the top ten graded guys. Top Okay. I knew that it wasn't quite that fancy as, as being All-American. But to be a top ten guy, and Josh, I know that you and John talked about this on Locked On Sooners, which you guys can find on YouTube or however you consume podcasts, 
I, I want to have a conversation about not just Gavin Sawchuk, but that running back room. Because if that running back room is going to be what we think it's going to be with the amount of talent that's coming in, I expect Gavin Sawchuk to take a step and take a leap, but I also expect him to constantly be fighting for his job. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. So can we we dive into that at 10 a.m. this morning? Let's carve it out. That is uh, an interesting thought. And uh, I don't know that you're wrong, but uh, it's fascinating to think about that, you know, is this going to be his gig? It looks like it's going to be his gig. But it looks like really it. keep it. Hey, he looked apart, man. And we spent half this season last year on, on our show and on a lot of these shows wondering what's going on at the running back position. Some of us couldn't allow ourselves to accept that a walk-on in Tawi Walker looked like the best back through the early part of the season. We had questions about what's going on with Javante Barnes because we, we see him. Like, you see Josh Javante Barnes, and what do you think? Dude, that's, a, that's an SEC running back. Gavin Sawchuk doesn't necessarily have that, right? You kind of look at him. He's not necessarily oversized. He's maybe a little bit more, I guess, svelte would be the word. He doesn't look like Javante Barnes looks or like what Taylor Tatum we expect him to look like. But he just he gets it done. He just got to stay healthy. All right, it's, I'm getting carried away. Because I love these types of conversations. But 10 a.m. this morning, we'll talk about the OU running back position and then also looking ahead of 2025. You guys were able to watch last night as we shift to the big story in the LNC, right? You were able to follow the big win? They didn't have it on. It was on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, so, no, we didn't, we didn't get to watch live, unfortunately. By the way, by the way, side note, how about my Golden Hurricane? T-Town, we got some. All right. I know that Wichita State stinks. I know Paul Mills is going to take him some time to get things going. But for the first time since I want to say like the 2019-2020 season, Josh, the mighty Golden Hurricane have won two straight games in conference play. And they look good. They look good, baby. We'll get to that coming up a little bit later on. But I, 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 midweek games are hard when it comes to getting a crowd out. I, I get that. But I thought for the start time, six. it's funny, right? Because 6 o'clock start times are tough because you're getting off work at 5, and thankfully they're not starting all the construction on, like, I-35 uh, around Highway 9 until, well, I think it's like, is, is it 6 p.m., 8 p.m. maybe? Uh, it goes 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. They're working overnight. Thank God they are because, for goodness sakes, if they were trying to do that during drive time, we'd be in a mess. Depending on where you live and work at and if you indeed leave at 5, it's <laughs> tough to get there at 6, right? I mean, yes. you got to go through security. I mean, that's that's its own maybe 10-minute or 5-minute process and not to mention the the traveling to and from. So, yeah, that that is difficult. It's difficult. So, and, and I heard Toby talking about this last week when we were talking about, I think it was, I think it was the um, Texas, or not the uh, Texas game, right? Great crowd. But it's just, you know, 6 o'clock is too tough. 8 o'clock is like, oh, I'm not going to get out of there until 10 o'clock, and i got to work the next morning. There, there's excuses everywhere. Do you want better crowds? You bet. But I thought that was a good crowd for a Wednesday night game. Um, we, we got a little work to do on the court storming, right? Got a little work to do on that. But I don't care. Oklahoma found a way to win 
And I, I don't know how else to put it except I, Jenny Baranchek is cooking, man. They've got something really, really cool going on right now with OU basketball. And you consider women's basketball. You consider where this program was, Josh, at the end of 2023, right? Whenever we're counting down to the start of the new year, you know, we're wondering, we're having a conversation about, oof, you know, are they going to, are they going to be able to put themselves in position to where they'll even be, I don't know, on the bubble, right? It was, it was not going well. And since, since that moment, since that loss to Southern, who I, I was trying to remember the stat Drake told me, but I want to say Southern hadn't won a game against a Division One opponent on the road in like ever. Since that moment, they have found another gear. They've, they've now won five straight games. They've won, what, eight of their last nine. And in a, a league, women's basketball in the Big 12 is kind of a beast, right? I mean, it really, really, truly is. We talk a lot about the men's side and how challenging the men's side of things is. Um, there's, you know, Cincinnati's not very good, right? Cincinnati is struggling with the – with the jump from the American Athletic Conference to the, the Big 12, that, that's not a very good basketball team. But beyond that, just about any team can get you on any night, right? Uh, TCU is 2-7 and seven in conference play. But at one point, this, uh, and, and they've been besieged by injuries, at one point they were like 15-1 and one on the season, 14-1 and one on the season. Still going to be tough to go play them. BYU, I saw BYU in person. They've got, um, you know how we say grown A men? They've got grown A women that are down there in the post, and Oklahoma found a way to beat them. Houston's kind of finding its footing. But between Oklahoma State, Kansas, Texas Tech, you got Baylor Tech, you got teams that can win on any night, any night. And Oklahoma's now won five straight games and have put themselves essentially in a dead heat for the top spot in the conference, Josh, with the number two team in the country. How about that turnaround from where they were, man? That's incredible. This is when, uh, well, a month from now, right, uh, into March. But conference play, if not the tournament, is when you want to be playing your best basketball. And Oklahoma has been able to put that Southern loss behind them and a tough non-conference uh, in a lot of ways behind them and crank it up a notch when it matters the most, which is, of course, Big 12 play. And now all of a sudden you look up, you've got to, if you want to subscribe to the net rankings plank, you've got to win over number four Texas in the net rankings. you got to win over number eight Kansas State in the net rankings. you get another crack at uh, Texas looking for the season sweep to end the regular season. Uh, you got Baylor, who's a top 15 net rankings team right now. So opportunities to continue to enhance this resume. But, yeah, I mean, they're right back smack dab in the middle of the, the Big 12 chase again. And and I haven't looked at what the – what would you say again they were in the net rankings, Josh? Uh, let me – they are 42nd. Okay, so you're still on the bubble a little bit here. But now you're feeling much better. About they're probably in in Charlie Cream's most recent bracketology. I haven't checked that yet. I will hear in a bit. They were in 11 seed last I Good. looked. Okay, so you're probably getting bumped up to a 10. Maybe even you're in that 8 9. But I just, first of all, I sucked at basketball, but the one thing I could do, Josh, is I could hit free throws. I would like to hold a free throw shooting practice for both the men's and women's team. 
Uh, if you guys need it, just here's my advice. It's about routine and repetition. Boom, boom, two dribbles, eye the rim, find your target, go. You you just beat the number two ranked team in the country, and you shot 60% from the free throw line. What? I I also, I'm not going to lie to you, when Nevea Tot went one of two from the line in the closing seconds, I was a 1,000% sure that Sundell was going to hit that three from the corner and push us into overtime. Did they not step out of bounds on that play? I thought they did too. I'm pretty sure if they would have, if it would have got to the point like where she hit it, I'm pretty sure that it would have been overturned on review. Yeah, I think did, so too. Did the, it hit like the side of the backboard? I mean, it wasn't even close. But as soon as she's lined it up, I'm like, oh gosh. Um, and again, it. Skylar Van has established herself, right? Even against uh, bigger bodies inside, she's able to get buckets. She had 21 last night. Uh, Lexi Keys, right? If if she's maybe having an off shooting night, you'll have someone else step up. But she was able to get things going. Aubrey Jones added 10 points last night, and we'll hear from Jeannie Baranchek as the show rolls on. But you know, I, I I know, I know how frustrated she was, and how disappointed she was near the end of 23. I know, and I think she would even tell you. I'm not sitting here giving away any trade secrets. She was. As my mom used to say when she would yell at me, Josh, I am at my wit's end with you. I still don't know truly what that means, but I would get the sense that Jenny Baranchek was at her wit's end with this team. And then they get a win over UCF, and they've been rolling ever since. It's a really – and I – to put a wrap on it before we talk softball when we come back, Josh, get out and support it. But if you're in the Norman area – Tickets are affordable. If you're in Tulsa, the kids will love it. I ask, I mean, there's there's so many options for your entertainment dollars, right? So many options out there right now. And some of them uh, can get a little bit too pricey, right? Women's basketball is an affordable ticket, and you'll truly enjoy yourself. And you'll get a good team. I still don't know how well they played. <laughs> I still don't know how well either team played last night. But the bottom line is uh, you're coming away with a win, and they can get better. Anything else you want to add from the win over Kansas State for you last night? Yeah, it don't matter. A win is a win is a win. Don't care. Uh, against that team for Oklahoma, what it means for the resume, take it and let's move on. Yeah. You, you know, the impressive thing is really the each of the past two wins versus KU and K-State have not gone, if you want to say, quote-unquote, Ginny Baranchek fashion and maybe coach would disagree with this assessment mm-hmm. right because you, you want to be able to play multiple ways you go down to austin you you win a, a get up and down fest 91 87 right mm-hmm. and then these last two it was defensive minded grind it down which is what k-state wants to do to you and oklahoma won both so that is encouraging for oklahoma that they can tell themselves no look we we can win multiple ways yeah Sooner Dougie adds that there were two wrecks on each side of I-35 last night, which didn't help things. Well, let me point this out, Sooner Dougie, as I'm sure you know. And I think it's um, there's a couple of you that like to give me grief about my constant complaining about the ill-timed lights on Highway 9. There's really no way out if something happens on I-35. It's like, ooh, I'm going to take the uh, – I'll take the Main Street exit. Well, guess what? Everyone else has your shortcut figured out. 
Now, I've I've tried to go in deep, Josh. It's like, okay, I'm going to exit on Main Street. Then I'm going to go around back. Uh, let's see, what's uh, – I don't even know the – what's the service road? There's I'll take that service road, and I'll go around. Everyone else has that same idea. I mean, it's just – it's. I'll go even deeper. I'll go back over behind Sam's, and I'll take that street. No, every, there's really no way out when something like that happens in your trap. But I thought for those who got there, it was a fun night. Okay. Now, I yesterday – Skipped out early on the show. So thank you, Josh and Connor, for allowing me that. But I did acquire a lot of intel on the upcoming 2024 softball season. When we come back, what did we learn from the OU Coaches Luncheon? I'll talk about it next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the home of Sooner fans. It's The Ref Sports Radio Network. So we'll hear... Uh, in a bit from Jeannie Bronchak and her post-game thoughts. I, I texted him right after the game because I wanted to make sure both he and Kevin knew. I, I miss not having the women's basketball games on the ref. I really do because I like listening to Brian and now having Kevin there. And having done games solo for basketball, you add someone as, as wise and talented as Kevin Henry, it just adds to the broadcast. And I thought they I thought they were knocking it out of the park last night. Great call, guys. Uh, fun to listen to Brian and Kevin. So we got more from that. Uh, we're going to preview the upcoming weekend for hoops in a bit and uh, put a reminder for 10 a.m. tomorrow because John Hoover from All Sooners is going to join us. A, a kind of a, I don't know, maybe a, a review of the portal and anticipation of anything that could happen in the spring. And a reminder is always we're at Caven's Emergency Response Group. Water, fire, mold. Hazmat, crime scene cleanup. Uh, in fact, I think, I don't know if Gary noticed it because I've got a new car. Uh, and, and, Josh, you know it's it, it's a truck, so it takes me forever to learn how to park the thing. Um, I think he was mad at me because he was trying to leave, and it was taking me forever to tr- try to park that beast of a truck I have. Come on, so dude, so, figure it um, out. I know. I can imagine Gary in his car. He's like, come on, bro, what are we doing here? Uh, but the great Gary Cavins will join us a little bit later on, 405. 405- Five seven three three zero four eight. That's Caven's group. Um, all right. So before we hit the text line, before we dive into anything from y'all, I did want to share some thoughts on Oklahoma's coaches' luncheon yesterday. That I was absolutely, positively, I mean, just in awe. Of, I think is the best way to put it. First of all, the setting. I had never been. Well, let me rephrase that. I had been to, um, I, I can't remember the name of it. Now, now, it's the 50th floor of the Devon Energy Building. And I had been there before, but I just don't know if I had really, Josh, embraced or really truly understood what I was in the midst of because... Um, that's one of the coolest places I've ever been in my entire life. And if anyone ever invites you to go to an event inside the Devon Energy Tower, then you need to say yes. <laughs> Absolutely. How vast, vast is the name, or vast, I don't know which, V-A-S-T. If you ever get invited to an event there, say yes, I'll be there. Bro, it is amazing. 
amazing. Great food, great views. We were joking yesterday about, like, if you look down, it's like, oh, geez. But it's awesome, number one. Number two, to what really matters. I've been, this is my ninth season doing softball. And the I think Jackie told us yesterday about this time, what the coach's luncheon is probably about five, six years old now, I think, right? If my memory serves me correct, I could sit and listen to Patty Gasso talk all day. She, I mean, she is a boss. And the confidence, it's not easy to speak in front of people. It's not. It's not easy to sit in front of people and and you're asking them for money too in some instances, right? It's like, hey, we love you guys. Where's your cash? You know. But in all seriousness, she does this in a way that you see the joy that she has in being a head coach, the confidence that she has in what they're doing, and the utter joy with which she does it. She does not like people bragging about her, but I did it nonstop. And she's very excited about this team. I told this story a lot, too. We, um, Coach and I were at a, a fundraising event in 2022. Right after the, um, yeah, at the end of the 2022 season. It's the summer. And what was the big, do you remember the big conversation after Jocelyn's senior team won the national championship? It was, is this the greatest team in softball history? Right? Is this, look at the numbers, look at the home runs. And what did Coach Gasso tell us? She's like, what do you see this 23 team? (laughs) Right? And they I don't know as far as numbers are concerned, but they only lost one game all year long and set the record for the longest winning streak in college softball history that is still alive to this day. And I, in just hearing her and JT and Jen Rocha talk about the upcoming team, you can sense the confidence they have. And then the excitement, because let's face it, guys, um, for Jen Rocha, you're meshing six pitchers and of those six, three of them are new, right? You bring back SJ, Kirsten Deal, and Nicole May, but in Kelly Maxwell, Keeney, and Monticelli, you got three newcomers. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. A name that was brought up quite a bit yesterday that you need to get to know on this squad is Riley Ledham. And she had a really nice fall. I think we all kind of viewed Riley was kind of a throw-in, right? And Josh Coach told a great story. She said whenever they saw Riley's name in the portal, they watched a little video. And so in talking with JT, she said, let's call her. Let's call her. And so she called Riley Ludlam. And she said, Riley, it's Coach Gasso. And Riley Ludlam goes, Coach Patty Gasso? She goes, yeah. She goes, no, it's not. No, stop. You're fooling me. There's no way this is Patty Gasso. And so then when she realized that Oklahoma was calling, she, uh, I think she kind of started to, I don't want to say freak out a little bit. It's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, Yes, what's what's going on? And she came in knowing her role. Listen, Kinsey Hansen's our starting catcher. But you can play a lot because I think they're going to be smart about when they use Kinsey. And – there's going to be a DP spot. We're going to have someone that hits, and you got a chance to be that. And she has 
Coach spent a long time talking about Riley Ludlam yesterday, Josh, and I think she's got a chance to really have a big season for Oklahoma and have a big impact. Other than that, we no hints, no no hints on what the uh, starting lineup might look like or outside of what we know. Who's going to start at shortstop? We're cutting ribbons on March 1st, dude. So I uh, I know some of you are worried because you drive by and you're like, what's going on over there at Love's Field? Uh, OU's going to play at Love's Field on March 1st. <laughs> OU is going to play there. Now, is it going to be 100% finished? Probably not. Probably not. But they're going to they're gonna open it up on uh, that opening. I think that is March 1st, right? Uh, the opening weekend against, like, Louisiana Lafayette. Liberty's coming to town. That 3 o'clock first pitch. So it's happened. And then the third thing, so let's see, Riley Ludlam, Love's Field. Oh, the third thing I wrote down here, there is still a lot of work to be done in the NIL world for softball. And this is a program that is really embracing it. And it's got a very passionate group. There's a lot of uh, boots on the ground, fan-generated where the Crimson and Cream Collective, I don't know if the term would be deputized or, or how you want to put it, but these, this group that is pushing the collective for softball, Josh, they're, they're Bulldogs, man. They're Bulldogs. And yesterday, they doubled the amount of money that had been raised after Coach Gasso talked. I mean, it went from like 5 to 10 k in, in just a matter of Patty Gasso saying, this is what we need, this is what's important, let's go. And, you know, it's it's always concerning because in that instance you look at it, softball's not a sport to where there's, um, you know, a, a multi-million dollar payday waiting for you once you graduate. So if, you know, someone decides in, I don't know, Tallahassee, or where's where's Liberty located? Somewhere in Virginia. If someone makes the decision in one of these areas and says, let's go buy a title, softball might be a sport where you could go do it, right? Because, you know, you put forth a lot of six-figure deals. That's, that's something that could become problematic. But Oklahoma is very competitive in that world, and it's done a nice job. And they've got people that are very passionate about it. So, you know, that's everyone seems to be healthy. I didn't hear anything about injuries. That battle at first base is Parker and Sanders, and who doesn't win that battle might end up being the DP. And if they're not the DP, then O'Reilly Ludlam's going to be in that mix. There's a good battle going on in the outfield. I told you guys this freshman is going to demand some playing time. She is that good. And Hannah Core has followed up a good fall with, from what I've heard, a good spring. Or I guess winter still so far. So it was, um, it was really JT's very confident. Jen Roach is very confident. Um, Kinsey Hansen, gosh, she just – I don't know who their captain is. I don't know if they've announced it yet. But, man, Kinsey Hansen screams captain to me right now for this team. They might have two or three captains. Um, but it is – it's really, really exciting, man, to think about where this program is heading into this year. Concerning when you think there are – Ten players who are going to be gone from this team, and seven of those ten were everyday players, essentially. And an eighth of those ten in Kelly Maxwell, I think it's going to factor in a lot more than maybe we even realize in this pitching staff. I don't. I know we're up against it, Josh, but it's just, you and I joked about it last segment, 
it's one of those moments where you kind of stop and you're like, dang, man, next week it's on. And they feel really good about where they are, not just in 24, but in that preparation for 25. And let me tell you something, man. Patty Gasso is going to coach in 25. So if you're thinking this is some swan song, because last year in the Big 12, get in Love's Field, no, no, man. I, I think she wants a little piece of that SEC coming up in 2025. I love it. That's uh, terrific to hear. It sounds like all good things. I mean, look, uh, we know that they went and got uh, a number of uh, arms, which probably they needed to, mm-hmm. out of the transfer portal. Signing class after signing class, they just have uh, stacked talent. And, look, they're bringing back an incredible uh, incredible roster. So they're the clear favorite again. Quick break. I, so if you have any questions, I'll – do my best to try to answer, but I, I felt like we learned a lot. We learned about the importance of these portal additions and what they mean for this team. And, you know, Kirsten Deal was there, and Coach referred to her as, you know, the future. So big shoes for Kirsten Deal, but she's got some great assets to learn from again here in 2024, and I think she's going to be a major part of this rotation too. All right, we're up against it. Let's hit the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line when we come back. We're at Cavens Group. On a Thursday, we're talking OU football in about 20 minutes from now. Gavin Sawchuk right here on The Ref. Plank Show, we are back. Morning, everybody. Hour number one presented by Van Hoos Fence. That is vhfence.com. Get Hmm. your fencing needs taken care of by the premier fence company in Oklahoma. Again, Van Hoos Fence. They offer the fencing installation and fence repairs that you need customer satisfaction it's their top priority call vh fence for a free estimate today number to call 405-735-1167 bunch of uh text response already people are fired up for the season knippelmeyer chevrolet text line 405-651-3439 sean uh, writes us and says i'm ready this is what it feels like in Tuscaloosa and Athens in late August. <laughs> That's great. Oh, look, there's Gary. I, real quick, I'm sorry it took me so long to park my truck this morning. I know you were trying to leave. I don't know how to park my truck yet. Okay. Is it okay? I could sense that you were maybe getting a little frustrated with me. Oh, you weren't okay. All right, good. You you want to come on about? I was backing it in. First moves always got to be forward. <laughs> What time do you want to come on? Uh, Let's do it. He'll he'll swing. Perfect timing. Perfect. Gary, Gary will come on with us in 20 minutes, okay? That that seems like a little bit of a shot, Sean, at our football. I feel like we have that same football energy, right? But I guess maybe from his point. Um, it's not dynastic energy yet. Not yet. We, not we, yet. We, we'll football. settle for championship energy again. Dude, It's there's these moments. First of all, first of all, I almost knocked the 2023 National Championship trophy over. I just want to make that very clear. I don't know how many of you saw it that were there yesterday. Coach saw it. Um, I almost knocked it over about three or four times. That's were you just one. fired up while you were talking? So they, the, the way they had it set up is they had all of the trophies from like 2000 and then the third, I always get confused, 13, 14, and then 16, 17, 21, 22, 23. So all seven were lined up. And then my chair was right next to the 23 trophy. Meanwhile, there were two chairs on the other side, right? Hey, if you ever go on Springer, what do you do? Count the chairs. But there was a little bit, if it was a little bit removed from the trophy. 
So it uh, so JT and Coach Rocha weren't. So I was sitting there, like right, giving my little spiel, giving my speech, and all my things. I, I probably should have done what Coach did. Oh, so when Coach spoke, the funny part of it, Josh, we didn't have a like a dais. We didn't have like um. Oh, what am I trying to say? Just like a stand. It's like we had our seats and that was it. And so Coach said, I need something to speak in front of. So I moved the 17 trophy off the barrier, and I pulled that forward for her so she had her like a little lectern there or whatever they're called. So, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. <laughs> All right, where do you want to go next? That does uh, that does sound fun. It was, it was a lot heavier, too, than I anticipated. So there was a part of me that when I grabbed it, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to move this in this room full of people, and that's going to be very embarrassing. So I hit my go-go gadget strength, and we were good to go. Guy from Parts Unknown. Proud of the girls last night talking Sooner women's hoops. Uh, win over K-State. Jenny is going to get it done. Sneaky grade higher. I, I had a weird dream last night. This shows you. I went to bed super early. Um, I went to bed super early. Like, I fell asleep at halftime. No, no, no. Uh, midway through the third quarter of the Thunder game. And I had a dream that some that there was another coach that didn't like Jenny, and came on our show, and started bashing her. And I don't. And, and for the life of me, it's like it. It was like we had a second women's basketball team or something on campus. I'm like, have we always had two women's basketball teams and we didn't know this? <laughs> like it would be some sort of revelation. And I woke up, Josh, mad. I was mad. I was like, how could anyone talk bad about Jenny Bryant? And then I was like, oh wait, it was just a dream. That's my coach. It's like, and, and I remember that my sales pitch to this person was, hey, this, this woman is awesome. We got to have, you got to sit down and, and it was just, nope, nope, nope. I was mad. That showed, I, I guess that's like a sign that I'm, I'm ready to go to the mattresses for you, coach, if anyone tries to mess with you. You're ready, but, uh, you're ready for your ladder match if need be. If necessary, I'll pull out the table and we'll just go elbow drop on it. But no. She really, there's so many little things that she does. And this is, I guess, coaching, right? There's little things that they do and you see it and you're like, whoa, that's that's sharp. And I see these little things that Jenny Baranchek does, right? She can get on the officials, but her players aren't going to use it as an excuse, right? It's not going to be an excuse for them to have the complaining about the calls or anything like that. So it's good. We got time for one more quick one. Good morning. From uh, Bobby and BA, Bobby. I'm ready for the season. Do you know if I could stream your radio call of all your oh. softball games uh, after the game is completed? If so, where could I find them? Bobby and BA, I apologize. I don't know what's going on. My mentions on Twitter are a hot mess. Um, I don't know. I'm like every like, everything is there, and I and I m- miss a lot of. And you sent me this on Twitter the other day. Not there's not there's just not. I'm not. I mean, for big games, they might end up on the podcast feed, but there's just, as of right now, we're probably not going to be in a position where after the game is over, then the radio feed is put on the podcast. It's just, it's not that it's too much work. It's actually kind of an easy process. It's just, if, if you do it for softball, then we want to do it for baseball, then we want to do it for football, then we want to do it for basketball, men's and women's, and the next thing you know, we're just... There's not enough bandwidth. 
But I appreciate it. And if there is any way that I can help you out, I'll try to do my best to make sure that you'll be able to uh, listen to them when you're hauling across the country, Bobby and B.A. Wow, it's where did this first hour go, Josh? Where did it go? It's gone. It's gone. Quick break. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on hour one. A podium. Thank you, S. Rob Boom. And I guess podium could have worked there. Dais might be a little bit cooler. But anyway, we've got tons to get to, including some football talk right around the corner on the ref. Okay, we got like two minutes here. This was my fault. The softball talk at the bottom of the hour, we completely missed the uh, landing for the uh, segment in the airport. But this is a good question to put a wrap in our final segment here. Uh, Vandalay and Norman writes, polling question of the day. Reverse or pull in when it comes to parking? Josh, which way do you do you go? You just go straight into the spot, right? I pull in. I pull in. I, There's situations where maybe I would reverse in, but uh, like I'm, I'm comfortable parallel parking, obviously, but uh, generally speaking, I don't typically reverse in. I am so <laughs> – I know you people feel some kind of way about people that back into parking spots, especially whenever you're in the middle of trying to fight for your life for a parking spot in Walmart. So if you're, if you're trying to back in there, we got a problem – but I'm not going to lie, Vandalay. I, I am an infinitely better parker of this truck backing in than anything else. So for me, it's just a safety and security issue for everyone around me right now. But good question. Good question. We're talking OU football next on the ref.